Now stay here and keep out of trouble. Welcome to the Brick City Blockade Podcast. There's the blockade. Join Robin Vogt and Sean Michaud. The ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the Force. As they break down that galaxy far, far away. I just... <laughs> you say it one more time, Sean. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, look at this draft. <laughs> Uh, oh, 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 God. Oh, that is, oh, that is uh, just genius. That's hilarious. <laughs> now we're live, so I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, Usually we do yeah. a countdown. That ain't happening tonight. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, welcome, welcome to the home show, guys. That's right. We're just having a, a crazy five minute talk already. Oh. We miss how things going with you. Going good, man. Going good. Back here on Brick City Blockade Podcast, the home show. Episode, episode 30, man. 30? 30? Yeah, big 3-0. I don't like the title. It's XXX, but we can change that after. No, I like that. We gotta keep... we should do something funny with that Photoshop, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. Good point. Good point. I don't know if I could say do like <laughs> Brick City Hub instead of, you know... <laughs> Just, just do that logo. Of that I don't, know, I don't know what I could say on this podcast, but I know that's all. If you guys know what I'm talking about, over the age of 18, yes, where we're heading. <laughs> I love that idea, man. Absolutely, absolutely. And listen, Sean, I thought it would be fun here. I just, so I just thought of a yeah, group, yeah, yeah. just have James commenting over it, like you know, it was like. <laughs> <laughs> that really slow, deep sea voice. <laughs> James could do that. Yes. Yes. I mean, here on the home show, Sean, episode 30, here from BrickCityBlockade.com podcast network. I had a, I, I kind of had this thought run through my head at least an hour before hitting the record button here. And I had one. Yeah. No. Hey, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No. I, I thought, you know, it go through our normal conversation, whatever else. But. I want to talk about some 90s cartoons. I want to talk about our childhood 90? a little bit. Okay. Well, I, I was going to go straight into Star Wars for a second because... Yeah, let's do I it. Know, because it's been on my mind and okay. we still haven't got a title for Episode 9. Oh, no trailer at all. And I'm starting to think we're going to get a, tra- a trailer and a title at the same time during the Super Bowl halftime Ooh. show. Just before Maroon 5 goes out. Yeah. What what's making you think that? I'm curious because I just have because a we on. because we haven't had any any news of episode nine and it's right. it's the end of the it's basically almost the end of January. Uh, what day? Right. Twenty third. Twenty third. We got yeah. A, yeah. We got two weeks till the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just about two weeks. And we haven't had any, any new episode nine in what <sighs> two to three months at least. Yeah, when we got sneak peek stuff like the little behind the scenes from JJ. I mean, if. It, if not, just get a title sometime this week. Yeah. But I'm think I, I think a better way to do it just have the the trailer. We don't know, and then at the end of that trailer, it tells you, it just big maybe red and blue text. I'm trying to, like Sith and Jedi oh, text I see what kind you're of. Saying. Yeah. 
and that's the title of the whatever it is the po- the power of the Jedi or power of the something. I don't yeah. know. That's a really good one, man. A lot of people are talking yeah. about. Hey, we got to start getting some information for Episode Nine really soon because Celebration is right around the corner, and we got to start yeah. cranking out the Episode Nine stuff. I like the Super Bowl idea, the, like Super Bowl thirty second tr- teaser, and then celebration comes full trailer yeah that makes that makes perfect sense for marketing man because we haven't seen anything it's perfect just get it out there get people talking about it because not a lot of people are talking about it either yeah when uh the last jedi trailer or not trailer more the title came out in what in in november uh yeah it it was sometime in 2000 or before the year uh what was it um 2016 16 16 we got the title in November, I thought they were going to do the same format, but I guess not. So, yeah. and maybe maybe that was kind of a they're doing it a different way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Plus, it's not it's not Ryan Johnson this time. That's true. It's J.J. Abrams, so he has his own way that he wants to market this product. I'm sure. Yeah, that's... I mean, I don't I don't remember how the Force Awakens was. That was oh like man, five, that was five years ago, four years ago. Four, yeah. Five, I, Yeah, it was five years ago that they really started teasing what was going on with uh, Force Awakens. I think that was a little bit. No, sorry. Sorry. Six years ago, I think. Isn't that crazy, man? Like, we can't even get that number straight. That's how long ago. Yeah. I mean, totally different in a way because they were trying to get us back into Star Wars. They had to do a lot of marketing for it. It's like when J.J. Abrams did Star Trek, it was the same idea. It, it, It was that whole idea of trying to remarket Star Trek to the old time fans and the newer fans. And yeah, I, I think I agree with you. I think Super Bowl is the right place to do it, especially knowing the matchup too. I mean, you have LA versus Boston. Who, who do you have? Well, good question. Uh, I'm going for Rams. I, I'm gonna, yeah, I, I like the Rams too, but I mean, uh, always finding a way. Those two last games, uh, a couple nights ago. Yeah. Yeah. Both over, over went over overtime. Yeah. 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 That was the Saints Rams game there. I'm an LA fan for, I do like the Rams, but I'm not a big, huge Patriots fan. I know you, a lot of you guys will probably listening are past fans. Right. Well, I know we live in the, in New England. Well, of course, I'm of course a Green Bay fan, but. Right, right. You're the Jets fan over in this. <laughs> I'm the poor Jets fan. But I, I guess we're both going for the Rams, you said? Yeah, I think we're. I have to go to the Rams court because I can't take the Patriots. You know what's weird? It's L.A. versus, uh, not technically Boston, but it's L.A. Yeah. versus New England again. I know. We had that in the World Series, and now we're going to have it in football, too. NBA, maybe? Maybe. The Lakers really have to get their stuff together. I mean, it could be. There. I mean, or just California versus New England. Because yeah, you could do Warriors could be, versus could, Celtics. I, I think I think it's the Rockets this year. James yeah, Harden is, t- is too intense. Oh, I would love to see the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not enough sports. This is not a sports show. <laughs> yeah, not a sports show. We can do that. Anyways. Yeah. Super Bowl, man. I, nice. I agree with you. Good place to market Star Wars. Good place to put it out there. And are we probably going to see other properties be marketed during Super Bowl? Yeah. I think we're going to see something from Captain Marvel. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And kind of going into that whole 90s topic conversation. Uh, I, I feel like we haven't. I don't think of this going to be Captain Marvel. It's it's yeah, right. it's a month away, and I think they have they teased enough. Okay. Since okay. I'm thinking maybe another Infinity, uh, not Infinity War, uh, Endgame. Oh, trailer. okay. Do do another like Endgame teaser. Have Star Wars first, and then at the end of the halftime show, be Endgame. 
Okay. That, that, that will bring. I think more people are more excited about Endgame this year than Star Wars. If Endgame's first, they people might not want to go wait till Star Wars. So that's my my thinking. That's a good point. I, I could be totally wrong. Yeah, I, there are people who like much like you and I. We love Marvel films and we like Star Wars, but there are those who enjoy Marvel films more than Star Wars, and people who like Star Wars more than Marvel. So yeah. it is that marketing approach of who is who and. Who wants to go see what? And I think I think Marvel is just in this place that's really big right now, especially yes. with Endgame coming out. Marvel, Captain Marvel, uh, Spider Man, far, far from Home. Oh man, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens come Super Bowl. And again, one of those movies that I, <laughs> I teased there was uh, the next installment in Toy Story, yeah. Toy Story Four. Yeah. So let's let's backtrack from what we're gonna say from. Going to the 90s. Uh, yeah. You said 90s shows or 90s animated shows? Listen, Is that what you said? Listen, we're going to get really into this. I, I, yeah. I don't know what you had planned, but I'm I'm excited. Let's, let's talk about this, whatever you got planned. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, Toy Story 4 coming out is really exciting because I remember mm-hmm. – seeing Toy Story for the first time as a kid and that was such a big deal. What's your favorite what's your favorite Toy Story, by the way? Oh man. Oh man. Hey, and we encourage blockaders out there, tell us which Toy Story is your favorite using uh, hashtag ask Brick City across social media. Um I have to go personally with Toy Story too. I was I was almost gonna say that, but I think the story wise is, is better than I huh, get it. Story, Toy Story, <laughs> uh, is better than the first one. I mean, okay. the, the but I love the characters more in the second one because I love the inclusions of Jesse, uh, yes. Bullseye, um, that 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 main villain. Oh, what was his name? The the cowboy villain, whatever his name is, that oh, you yeah, didn't yeah, accept yeah, to yeah. be a villain. The uh, oh, I can't remember his name now. <laughs> Top ten animal anime betrayals of all time. <laughs> that's so true toy story and that's you're right there is that interesting balance between toy story personally i i love toy story one more than toy story two it goes it it goes it goes downhill for for some reason i don't know why isn't that weird like i mean toy story i mean i i do i do like toy story three it's it's my least favorite yeah it it made it makes me cry but it's almost it just does yeah there's too much for a Toy Story in there, and then Toy Story Four. I'm, I'm excited about it, but like you, I, I'm I excited for Keen Peele to be in it, though. Yes, yes, that is super exciting <laughs> that, now. Uh, that comes out in June, I believe, yeah. and then we have another going back to '90s, uh, is The Lion King. That's right. Yeah, we got The and Lion King coming out. A lot of great voice actors in that. We have Beyonce, Donald Glover, John Jane Oliver. James Earl Jones is coming back. Yeah, he's gonna be who? Mufasa. Uh, we got John Oliver as uh, Zazu, mm, which I'm John excited. Oliver. Yeah, I'm but gonna... you, what did you have specifically for the '90s that you wanted to talk about? Was All it right. the Toy Story thing or? Oh boy, are you ready for this? I want us to give our top ten '90s shows of all time. Oh, top ten? Woo! <laughs> <Nice> <laughs> <bet. Whoa. laughs> top ten animated or '90s? Hey, '90s. It can be animated. It can be any of the other shows that we grew up with in terms of like what Nick had. I was not prepared for this. Oh, that's why I did it. That's why I did it. Uh, you gotta put SpongeBob on there. Okay, so. Technically because it's 99. Came out in 99. Alright, here we go. Ready? Because we're gonna really we're gonna break down from 10 to 1 on this. So, you give your number 10, I'll give my number 10 and we'll talk about it. Oh, okay. Alright, so, so what would be number 10 for you on your list? I'm going cartoon. Okay. Uh, from Nickelodeon. 
Okay. I'm going Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold at number 10. Interesting. That, that is 90s, right? Yeah. Yeah, of course, Hey Arnold. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying to remember. Just because I recently just watched <laughs> this past summer, I kind of binge watched it because I, I was in the mood of watching Hey Arnold. And I usually don't do that for many cartoons. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think Hey Arnold is such a great, uh, ed- not educational. I mean, it is. You get these episodes of bullying, you get, uh, uh, stage fright or whatever you get yeah yeah love life and all that i mean it, it's cool to, for kids to grow up and people who are different like i'm even thinking yes. about i'm trying yeah, to think like, about like pigeon man and stuff like that whole episode was about you know what somebody might that's be my i love that episode oh great episode and it is and it doesn't just focus on the kids which i love because no. most because most cartoon shows don't they focus on a lot on the kids yeah, that's true. Like, there's there's one episode I really like is the one with, uh, I know I'm going with Harold Deep Lore here, but mm-hmm. when, when Arnold and Gerald follows go follows around the the um uh, Mister Meat, uh, what's the name, the Meat Guy? Oh yes, the oh, and, and he wow. and they they're trying to kill him or whatever. Yes, I remember that. And, but it's a surprise birthday party. Oh, that is such a great episode too! Wow, yeah, yeah. That's a deep cut. That is a deep deep cut. That <laughs> is actually one of my favorite episodes too. But wow, okay, all right. So you got that's hey, my number ten. Oh, my number ten, my number ten. You know what? For number ten, I'm gonna go with the Amanda Show. Okay, that, gonna... that was not my. I'll probably pick up put mine that up to like maybe thirty or twenty. Okay, like all right. high. Tw- I'm not a big fan of the Amanda Show. I, you know what it was too. I think for me with the Amanda Show, there were certain things in there that I just thought were hilarious as a kid. Like, you know, what is it? Uh, <laughs> bring out the dancing lobsters. <laughs> you know, that was always. Great. I mean, I I do love all the like the cheesy skits, kind of kind of yeah. like it's kind it, mine. It's like a adult version of uh, uh I don't know, maybe maybe like I like adult that, like, version of of Sarah Silverman show or whatever. I always thought of it as like a, a a kids version of Mad, like the Mad TV show, like the. the well, they don't they didn't they have a kids Mad TV show? Yeah, they did for a little bit back. That it, it was actually not. Yeah, it was right in the '90s they did that version, and I think that's kind of like what the Amanda Show wanted to capitalize on was that whole right. you know SNL Mad. Um, uh, what's the other one? Um, uh, in Living Color, which had Jim Carrey on it. Oh, you know? great show. Oh, I absolutely love that show. And I feel like those shows try to cue in on those things, too. Like, they try yeah. to build skits from that and whatever else. Ninety, The 90s was the greatest year for skits. Like, all those... It years, was. Because uh, it was flawless. The Even SNL in the 90s, too, was fantastic. And it, it, it's interesting to see. So, I have Amanda show... And number 10, I think just because of the skits and like, that was so totally Kyle, you know, that like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. With Drake Bell. With Drake- I totally forgot he was. Yeah. Yeah. He made his, I mean, I, w- I would put Drake and Josh on here, but it's not a 90s show. Yeah, I know. Came out early, early 2000s. Yeah, I know. That's 2004, I think. I like once I have this guitar and I like hit the string and it like oh makes my. noises. I'm all I'm all just seeing him then in a straw hat. <laughs> oh in the, in the Hawaiian no, t-shirt. No. Who's there? Fish, fish who I'm gonna hit you with a fish. Oh my god. I totally forgot about that. Oh my god, those are so great. Oh, they were 
some of those ones that you just you just go back to and they are just oh what's the other <laughs> the other one where she calls up the guy you have the wrong number oh <laughs> i i the no. thing i do the thing i did a little of the manager show is like how her, Amanda play Amanda Bynes play different characters. Mm. I do love when people do that. Multiple personalities. Oh, yeah. so great. Yeah. What, what was the obsessive uh, fangirl? Oh yes, Amanda, please. Amanda, please. <laughs> that was great. That was I did love the episode when she was trying to sneak in. Oh yes. Oh, that one was great. Uh. She was like finding every way to sneak through, and oh my gosh, she even rolled in through a garbage. <laughs> Through garbage, uh, was it garbage pail? And they rolled her through, and then she was putting the trash disposal. <laughs> oh. All right, my my number nine is kind of s- close to it. Same same thing. It's good. Mine's number nine's all that. Oh, dude, it's it's just it's, it's SNL for kids. Yeah, that is all that was definitely. And yeah. you know who's on SNL now? Keenan uh, Thompson. Keenan Thompson made his start on all that. Yep. Yeah, that yeah. that's the one because I I love Keenan Thompson. By the oh, way, wonderful! Uh, just what he meant to us at the time, and yeah. now you see him in films, and you see him on television, and mm-hmm. then it, it's just he's one of those people that has just crossed different generations of television, especially for us millennials yeah. who have really like synced ourselves into that. You know, kids of the of the mid to late 90s you know that i feel was i feel like kenan thompson is the only uh funny guy on snl who uh portrays to millennials i think that's true that's he, that's actually he's really the, good he's, the, he's the youngest one on there right yes yes i do believe he I is i think no i think you're right i think he is one of the the one of the youngest ones i think pete davidson was the youngest at the time but we know what happened in that situation thank you next thank you next, next. all right so you had Sorry. number nine <laughs> No, that was perfect. You had number nine. You had all that. Uh-huh. For number nine for me, I am... Oh, wow. I think for my number nine, I'm going to have to go with... And I, and I would love to put it higher on the list. But I have so many other shows that I want to put up there. So okay. for my number nine, I am going to go with Courage the Cowardly Dog. Interesting. Okay. Because, because... I feel like there are a lot... <laughs> number one, I feel like Courage the Cowardly Dog was that show growing up where i watched it sometimes i watched it on and off there were certain episodes yeah. that when i went onto the tv and i could see what which episodes were coming on and you, i saw for you you freaked out I, I would i would yeah there were certain I, I would i would know it's like nope 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 changing yep. the channel yep, absolutely there were certain episodes that just freaked me out and i had to get away from them but Those, there were some episodes that were really great there's one particular episode that was I freaked out and didn't oh. never wanted to watch it. It was the one with the cat. <gasps> oh my goodness, that's the same one that I could not take, and it freaked me away from I, the show. At the I end. don't know what it. It wasn't like horror scary. It's more no. like a psychology. Uh, it was. It was. A it was kind of like Split. It reminded me of like. <laughs> I don't know why I'm comparing this to Split, no, but it's true not. though. At that time, to as a kid. Yeah. Oh man, you're so right. That episode was just you saw it coming on and you're like, nope. And it was usually no. right after Johnny Bravo. Nope. No, I'm not gonna watch it. Was it was the cat trying to not like go after uh Muriel? Was that was the premise? Yes, I know. And she wanted to like take over the body of her. It was something all kinds of uh, <laughs> oh, just, you, I know. Let's stop. Can we go, can we sit down and just walk like Get a reaction, just watch it. Oh, now that we're older. Oh, man. 
Oh, that would be YouTube. Yeah, well, maybe we'll do that. That sounds like a really cool idea. Anyway, so my number nine is Courage the Cowardly Dog. How about number eight for you, Sean? Mine was actually going to be Courage the Cowardly Dog for eight. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I, I was thinking, I was thinking, I was going to say nine, but I, I like Courage a little more than all that. Okay. Yep. Yep. And I had the same kind of reason why, because like, like you said, certain episodes scared me at the time, but even though those certain episodes scared me, uh-huh. it was so well written. Oh, it really was. It really was. Get over you, dumb, stupid dog. <laughs> that was always the line. That was always the line. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Okay, so number so number eight for you is courage. All right. Yeah. So number eight for me, and again, so many other great ones towards the top. Yeah, there's so many... Uh, it doesn't have to be just cartoons too, you know. Oh, I know, I know, and that's and that's what I'm. That's what I'm. And there, I feel like there's gonna be at this end of this whole thing. I feel like I'm gonna miss shows that oh, I'll probably have to rearrange. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So my number. But this is this is just going off the top, top of my head. But your number eight. My yes. number eight is not necessarily one that you could find on Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon, but I'm even going back to watching PBS Kids, man. I'm okay. going to go back and I'm going to say for number eight, Between the Lions. Okay. Between the Lions was one of those shows where... I don't think I... Did I ever... I don't think I ever watched that. <laughs> There's probably a lot of our listeners out there. Maybe you didn't see it, but it it's one of those shows maybe some of our listeners have watched or especially listeners of our age or maybe who had kids at that time and between the lines did such a great job of like being educational but also mm-hmm. at the same time being humorous and being informative so they would talk okay. about like what it's like to navigate through a library they would give you okay. some information about different things like they'd have an episode about the knights uh during the medieval ages so they would focus it around that it was actually very similar, if you can believe it, to some of the stuff that you saw with Reading Rainbow and Reading Rainbow with Lavar. Oh, okay, Burton. okay, yeah, I remember. I remember Reading Rainbow. Yeah, and Lavar Burton would kind of focus on one specific like topic for the episode of Reading Rainbow, and then he would feature that throughout. That's what Between the Lines did. But you had the lion puppets, and I, I sounds weird. I love puppets. I think it's they're absolutely hilarious. Like Jim Henson, all that show, the Muppet show. There are some really great things that educationally puppets can do. And I feel like Between the Lions did so many great things. I would love to talk to some of the voice actors that were on Between the Lions Mm. because they did some really great work. So I will go with Between the Lions for number eight. Okay. So now we're on to number seven. Seven. You, well, I'm going for a really young kid show. Okay. Start on Disney sh- Channel, Out of the Box. 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 Hope we don't get copyright. <laughs> da, 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 da. Out of the Box, man, for number no, seven. No, I mean, for me as a kid, I I grew up watching Out of the Box. Yeah. It, it had is one of the best theme shows for a kid show of, of all time for me. Okay. Okay. And it, it just, just a print the premise. You go into a box, and it's basically it's imagination. You're 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 imagining 
a bigger house basically inside of this box and this boxes and all that and it's like it's like when you're a kid you're building forts and all that and yeah, it was taking i mean it was it was yeah it was so educational too you get you get like spelling bees and you get uh i don't remember what you get like reading time you get like little... what happened to that what happened to that in kids television today we grew up with it we turned out just fine why can't kids today have that i don't know <laughs> i don't i don't get it i don't get it as a teacher i see that i'm like okay i remember growing up like there are certain things as a teacher today that i'm kind of like oh but if if these kids were able to see what we had back then i think they'd just be so much more informed like out of the box is a great example of that yeah times times have changed they have and it's, it's <laughs> that's what this episode kind of is gonna be a, yeah. a realization for a lot of our listeners that oh wow time really has changed okay so out of the box for number seven number seven for me okay you ready another pbs yep. kids television show okay arthur oh yeah yeah i for me i will not put that on that's not on my top 10 okay i was okay. going up i'll probably rank it some some around time around where amanda show was okay all right I, but i do love how it came to begin so much memes oh Absolutely. Like, I feel like that was spawned from the kids who did watch PBS Kids during that time, and then they used their knowledge of watching the show to build those memes. The other reason why I, I, I'm not putting on there is halfway, or more than a little halfway through the seasons, the art style changed, which I did it not did. like. It did. And You're right. And it's just, just the storylines has been, were just different. Like it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't washable for me. Okay, I get. When I was growing up, I I totally get that. Absolutely. But I want to hear your reasoning why you're putting it for number seven, right? Number, yeah, I feel like for number seven for me, and <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's because of my love for for reggae music and Ziggy Marley did the opening theme song. Walking down the street. I say, hey. Hey, what a wonderful kind of day. Okay, we're going to get sued. Hey, um, <laughs> Robin. <laughs> hey, RW. Whoa. RV. <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah, the intro was great. And then I feel like some of the core concepts within it were very similar. I'm going to be honest with you. They were actually very similar to when you look at some of the stuff that Nickelodeon was doing at the time, like Hey Arnold and stuff. Uh -huh. Very similar I mean concepts. There was one episode I do uh, distinctly remember was when Arthur either punched or pushed DW. <gasps> yes, that's the one that became the meme too. And that, yeah, oh my goodness, because she kept annoying him, and then he had to talk to his parents about not hitting your sister. And I mean that that's that's very well like to help like for not abusive families, but like what? Why is it wrong to number to, one hit a girl? Yeah, his. Wait, alone your sister yes correct yeah absolutely and you know what it was, it was too sean and i feel like this was a big connection for me too is that arthur was the older brother with a younger sister and i feel like my sister mary and, and myself we had that connection much like arthur and dw see and that that was not like me no no i'm just saying we, like i didn't have that connection like you did because yeah. i of course i have an older sister and a young, younger right. brother so right right so yeah, so yeah, I, I feel like there was more of like 
Arthur was portraying the same kind of struggles that my sister and I went through growing up of understanding each other, understanding boundaries, what it's meant to be a big brother, what it's like to be a little sister. I feel like it did a nice mm-hmm. job of kind of outlining those things. So I think for moral values, I put it at number seven. Okay. But uh, as we're approaching the top five, Sean, what is number? You mean six? Yes. As we're approaching it. Uh, as we're approaching, we're not there yet. We're not so there for, yet. For six, I'm I'm going completely left field. Okay. To not a kid's show. Oh, okay. To a more of a sitcom, actually. Oh, great. And that sitcom, I believe, was on either ABC or CBS. I don't know which one it was. Okay. The Kings of the King of Queens. Oh, with thank with you. Kevin with thank Kevin ja- Kevin James and Leia Remy. Oh, what a great series. Yep, yep. I was just thinking about that. Oh. The whole season, whole series, start from finish. I could. Every episode, I never get bored of. No, there. Really There's always that one moment with uh, what's his name, Frank, the da- the, the dad. <laughs> no, he's not. No, this isn't, his name's not Frank. No, no, it's something like that though. Arthur. Arthur. Arthur's the dad. I just yeah, yeah, Arthur. yeah. Oh, but the whole, it just, it, I love the relationship between uh, Doug and Carrie because they're not a perfect couple. And most couple, most sitcom shows try to make a perfect couple. Now they do. Oh yeah, now they do. I mean, back then they didn't. No, there was but, reality. And that's what I think. What Doug and Carrie represent for the uh, late '90s to mid 2000s. Yeah. It's just a whole. It's just a well written show too. Oh, wonderful! And of course, it takes place in New York too, so which is pretty cool. And he, he's in. He's a Jets fan, Mets fan. You should relate to him, Robin. <laughs> Actually, uh, not to be spoiler alert, you're going to hear me mention King of Queens coming up soon at some point here. Oh, okay. So, because oh, he's, a, of, he's yeah. a Rangers fan too, I believe. Yeah, he is a big New York Rangers fan too. He, we literally share. Well, I, I do. Uh, he's a Knicks fan, I think, too. I remember that one. I don't think he's a Nets fan, but he no, is a Knicks fan. fan. Yeah, he is. But yeah, that's my number six. Which is I love Leia too. So yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think uh... I mean, if it, I would not put this show if if uh, what's uh, what's his name? I'm trying to. I know, I know his last name. I'm trying to think his first name. Oh, Stiller. Yeah, yeah I know who you're talking about. <sighs> Bad with ben Stiller's father's name. I can't remember his first name for the life of me. Mark Stiller. Well, I don't. Know, it'll come to me. But if he wasn't in that show, it would not be as well well good too. He makes that show too. Yeah, that's true. That's a really good point. Uh, hold on a second. I'm trying to see. There was another. I'm on to my number six. All right. And with number six, I'm going to put Hey Arnold. Uh, okay. Oh, Jerry Stiller. Sorry. I, I just Jerry looked Stiller. it up. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Um, also, he's in Seinfeld. Yeah, isn't that funny? Which, a spoiler alert, might be up there. <laughs> number six for me is Hey Arnold. No need to explain. I kind of talked about it when Sean. Yeah mentioned it but yeah number six for me is hey arnold now sean we are entering the top realm oh i didn't prepare myself <laughs> number five number five wait am i going sorry it's your turn sean number five. Ooh, that's tough uh-huh i think for, for number five for me is sitcom for kids okay keenan and kel uh good man i don't think you even need any explanation for that one. nope 
dope dope theme song yeah it's a oh. good show great show fantastic show <laughs> yeah no no explanation you guys should go go watch it if Any, you haven't anybody Tom- of our generation ken thompson and kel mitchell greatest greatest kids duo combo great greatest kid duo <laughs> sean do you like orange soda i do i do Oh, why? <laughs> oh, man. And uh, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, because guess what my number five is? Is it Keenan Kelso? It is Keenan and Kel. Keenan, we're. Hey, Keenan. Hey, Ken, do you like. Do you, do you like orange soda? <laughs> I do, I do, I do, I do. I'm sorry, but I have to go. Welcome to Good Burger. Home of the Good Burger. How was, may I take you? Yeah, order. <laughs> oh man good burger too oh man all right sean number four buddy what do you got for number four here i got i got seinfeld for number four. Oh, good man okay. okay it's not my top but the whole show is you, everyone should know this show it's it's always on tv i mean been on for nine seasons started in the actually started in the 80s but it's technically a 90s show so essentially I'm, yeah i'm still i'm sliding it to 90s so yeah because it kind of moved its way forward yeah i mean larry davis is a fantastic writer he is i mean great cast we have jerry seinfeld of course it's seinfeld we have uh michael richardson the cosmo kramer we got um what's his name i can think of his name who played we have keith hernandez in an episode oh yeah i love that episode Keith Hernandez episode is wonderful. No soup for you. No Sorry, soup for you. <laughs> the the soup Nazi. Soup Nazi. Yep. Oh, that's that actually one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, Soup Nazi episode. That the one when <laughs> it's so underrated, but when when George and uh, Jerry steals the limo. Oh, to the, to the to the to the, the Nazi guy. <laughs> George is playing <laughs> yeah. the whole thing. Yup. Uh, and then Lane and Kramer just just waiting, thinking they're going to a next game. <laughs> uh, Where are we going? Uh, I'm not. What's his name? Uh, I can't remember his name. The the fictional character that uh, George is screaming. He's the guy. I I'm not this guy. <laughs> yeah, Newman. Hello, Jerry. Hello, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. Hello, Jerry. <laughs> Newman. <laughs> Always the sli- Kramer just sliding in. There's oh, so many great moments that show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I feel like you and I have to go into a convention and just do like Jerry, like Seinfeld style. <laughs> My little Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> or we walk into the room. One of us is sitting at the table. Let's plan on doing this for one of the conventions this year. Whether it's Rhode Island Comic Con, whether it's uh, Lancaster. Yeah, at Celebration Lancaster, we'll just walk into the room, <laughs> and one of us is on stage. <laughs> Hello, Sean. Robin. Robin. <laughs> oh, my New- goodness. Robin. Newman. <laughs> Newman. <laughs> oh, man. That's Hello, such, Jerry. That's such <laughs> a... What a great choice for number four. Absolutely. I it's totally not my top. No, but... no, no. I... I get that. That makes. I that feel makes, like some people would put that on on a on a pedestal for like top three, but it's not for me. Makes sense. Uh, anyway, but, it, it gets too much of 
if if you watch it way too much, like yeah. kind of like I have, it gets some episodes have just re- rinse and repeat kind of. Right, the concepts are similar, like the episode concepts. Yeah, I mean, the two of my favorite episodes. I don't know, go it again, but it's so the one that the waiting in a restaurant. I love that episode. That's a good it's one. so it's so practical because it happens to everyone. Yes, that's so true. That's a really good point. And then I just love the one <laughs> with the mint <laughs> going to the the junior mint episode. Oh yes! Oh, that's a good one too. <laughs> one mint. Why are you reading this near now? Wait, where did the mint go? It went in? Ugh, yeah. Oh, man. But what's your number four? All right. My number four has a song attached to it. All right. And this is how it goes. Well, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Yeah, I think you That's, know what that is. Yep. Because, I'm, because I was going to go for that up higher, though. Okay. I am taking Frasier. Number one, of the, one of my favorite sitcoms of all time oh so good kelsey grammar just the whole dr crane stuff and then just so, just all there's the thing about it is there's no character that you don't hate that is so true they're all likable characters. I, can't, I can't choose a favorite i mean <laughs> you really can't you can't i mean daphne you got, you got i mean you, you got daphne you got roz you got Niles, which Niles, is yeah. David David Price's uh David Price, David Hyde Price. David Hyde Price, different... yep. It's not the picture, if you're thinking <laughs> of David Price, but Yep, and then you have Kelsey Kelsey Grammer, Grammer and then you got John Mahoney. Yeah, which he recently passed away. He passed away. Long ago. Yeah. Rest in peace, John. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. They're and all of them. Just like... a great tie in with Cheers as well. Which that, well that's it, yeah. I just well I I've been watching Cheers recently. I'm on season two. Oh nice! I'm I'm, sl- I'm slowly getting there, but that's a great series. Oh, but yeah. Frasier has not come into the building yet. <laughs> you, got, you see what I did there? Yeah, I see what you did there. That's well done, man. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So, Frasier, number four for me. One of my f- favorites, favorites, favorites of all time. And I think you know what's funny? We're saying this because. I watched this thing as a kid. I watched Frasier uh, as a kid. I didn't. I watched this last year. Just binge watched it in like like two months. I could really? not stop. I could not. Not maybe maybe less than two months. I could not stop watching. Wow. It. Okay. So you were recently and then, got into Frasier. Yeah. And then after nice. watching, he's like, I need to watch more. I've seen all of them. I want to watch it again. Yeah. I don't know what it, what's it about it. It's because at first, like at least five years ago, there was one episode I I watched one, did not enjoy uh-huh. it, so uh-huh. I never went into watching it. It was the one with when Frazier and uh, his ex wife, uh, what's what's her name? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yes, but they they rekindle in that in that hotel place. Do you remember that yes. episode? I yes, really I hate that episode. That. I didn't. I wasn't a big I, fan of that I, one either. I did not like that episode, even though, even after watching the the whole season, because yeah. that was my, it was the first episode I saw on there. Right, right. And it's like, nah, I don't feel, I, I could not get into that. It's like, maybe I should start it at the beginning instead of going straight into like season two or whatever it was on. Uh huh. Yeah. No, but that's, then, then, that's but, but then watching is like, oh, 
this is the greatest sitcom of all time. It hits so many different great levels when it comes to sitcoms. And uh, I'm putting that. I'm skipping to number three, two. That's that's number two for me. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm gonna jump jumbling so we don't have to like we talk about this, but <laughs> that's going that's the number two for me though. Okay, interesting. So what's your number three then? Top three here. I'm going SpongeBob SquarePants. You're going SpongeBob for number three. Yeah. Wow. Okay, okay. Just because because the the later seasons could not hold hold up. Okay, that's understandable. Totally, totally. Season one, season two, two, season three, three four, four, and then the beginning of five. Yes. After, I mean maybe halfway yeah. point of five. Yeah. I mean there's like after those episodes, I could not like rewatch them because they're on the unwatchable. And then, but the all the seasons you watch it. Well, I I'm still I'm still a huge SpongeBob fan. It's not my top. It's on my top three. Don't worry, guys. Even though we quote many <laughs> times. Hi time. Becky. Hi Becker. What are you doing down here? He's seen what's going on. You hear me talking? I'm talking to Robin. <laughs> that guy? Yes, Becky. Are you gonna go back upstairs? <laughs> no. He's just looking at me. <laughs> He's wondering who you're talking. Hi, buddy. Hi. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's my top number three for me. Number three for you. All right. Well, here it comes. Number three for me is SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> SpongeBob is number three, man, because like you, after the halfway point of season five, I couldn't do it. I was trying very yeah. hard. And to be honest, there are some episodes that do work they're they're few and far between but they're there but just episodes one or through like by the time you hit season five we're what episode like 48 at that point yeah in terms of spongebob episodes so you're looking at like the first 50 are really yeah. really solid and then after that point and there's just so many great memories made yeah from those first 50 episodes and uh especially i mean there's some good yes after episode, I mean, you get you got you got some great memes coming out of the one, the one with the the back the back talking one, whatever that meme was. <laughs> yeah, yes, the yes, capitals lower. The chicken I don't know. pose, yeah. I don't even know what episodes that's from. But... I don't even remember, man. I don't even remember which one that was. Oh, you need to go outside, Becky. Here's, here's Mama. Becky, come on, get up. <laughs> I love this. Is like gonna be on a podcast episode. <laughs> This is what I do when I'm talking to Becker. Becker's my dog, if you guys don't know. <laughs> Whoever's listening dog. to the podcast. Very cute dog. He's a bulldog. American bulldog. Yeah, so what was I saying? About oh. SpongeBob. Yeah, the first 50. The one thing for me, Sean, that made SpongeBob, and I recently watched it the other night with my dad in the house, I, and I was like, I got to watch this. It, it was the Patchy the Pirate episodes. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> They're tearing me apart. <laughs> my favorite Patchy the Pirate moment. Oh, my goodness. What episode is that? Is that the one? Oh, that's the, the Truth of Square, right? Truth of right? Square. And then the one that I watched was, uh, <clears throat> let me clear my throat to say it, SpongeBob's House Party. Oh, my God. I totally forgot. That's an unrated <laughs> episode that no one talks about. Nobody it, ever talks about it. It was never on TV either. Nope. Nope. It wasn't. It was it was only available on what? When this when the season season three came out on DVD. It was available on that. It was never on TV. There's some episodes of SpongeBob that were not on TV rarely. Yeah. I mean, of course you get the Halloween one. What about the last Jesus. episode? That was on TV. Like twice twice yeah yeah it wasn't on that much after and they started recently showing it back again 
um, on there. And then is, is that the right, one number? Th- since SpongeBob is both both our number three, what were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say was that the the last one? Is that the one his pants are kind of like blowing up a little? Yes. Yes. Okay. That was- I was just just checking, trying to think of my memory. Yeah, that was. But, the last yeah. Sorry. What, what were you saying? So because we are such big SpongeBob fans. Are we doing and- top SpongeBob? Are we going <laughs> top Inception? Is that where we're going? <laughs> For number three for SpongeBob, Sean, I want to give within that your top three SpongeBob episodes. Oh, okay. Within that. Okay. My top three. Uh, number three. Are we in any order or is it just, are we number, going, you know? Let's go number three, two, one. You give me all three of them. Three? For number three, as seen as on TV. Okay. Number two. No, no, that's the same one, right? I'm trying to think of which ones. Is the TV one with the, the dime or is it different? No, yeah, okay. As seen as TV and then can you spare a dime one? Is yes. my Two, number one, people should know, Snowball Effect. Still yeah. my top three episodes of all nice. time. Oh, Snowball Effect, man. Hey, Snowball Effect is my number three. Uh, okay. Number no, two. Sp- no, SpongeBob, that's the copy of the Beast Street. <laughs> number I mean, I'm sorry, Squidward. <laughs> Squidward, that's not the Beast Street. That's a copy of the Beast Street. Copy of the Beast Street. <laughs> number two for me. <laughs> number two for me is the Krusty Krab training video. Oh, I thought. I'm switching that to number three too. <laughs> You're number three now. <laughs> I see on TV is number four. Then. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I I totally forgot about the episode. La 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 la. La 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 Introducing the Krabby Patty. What's your two? <laughs> uh, let's see. Snowball Effect, Krusty Krab Training Video is my number two. Oh, sorry, you're number one. My number one SpongeBob episodes, or number one episode in particular, is Bossy Boots. Oh, interesting choice. I actually don't like that episode. Bossy Boots is, and you know what? It's actually, it's in a tie for me with mermaid man and barnacle boy two wait which one's two two is the one where spongebob and patrick are in the picture spongebob's in the picture in the first one spongebob and patrick hold on a second <laughs> i gotta get my phone out there's so many of sorry, those sorry there, there's, there's one in particular that's in in around the top five for me is the one with the when where it's the kind of the the superhero one. Oh, that's that's uh that's five is it i think it was four or three is it four? Oh no no two I know what two one is the one with Man Ray, right? Yes, yes, that was the Man Ray episode, yes. Um, yes. I'm thinking of a number between one and one hundred. What is it? Uh, oh six two. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> no, my my favorite Mermaid Man episode, I don't know what I'm about this, but it's the one with the superheroes with the mermaid uh the The Quickster. Yeah, the Quickster, Captain Magma. Captain Magma. Right, make a point. Good times. Good, good times. times. <laughs> Does that mean we're not getting pizza? <laughs> make a reef. You know, make a reef. Oh. <laughs> I totally forgot about that dude. That, I saw that one the other night, and I was so <laughs> Nancy and Louis sitting in tree. K I S S I N G. Oh my god. Oh, there was a show. What was the other one? World. <laughs> the best quote in that episode is 
<laughs> I'm going to the dark side. Oh yeah. What <laughs> the, the the lights? <laughs> Mr. Crouch is making things. Yeah, right. Uh, oh, that's such a great one. That is such a great one. All right, Sean. what is? Yeah, what is going back to your favorite ninety? What is your number two? Because I already said my number two is Frasier. All right, you ready? Here we go. My number two is the Drew Carey show. Okay, interesting. Really? I absolutely adored that show. And I started watching it when uh, I was like eight or nine. And I watched. I only watched a few episodes of it. Uh, I didn't get into it. I uh, mean, it so I probably good. should, but... Uh, it was like, I, I remember sitting down with my mom and dad, and even at a young age, they let me watch the Drew Carey show. And I feel like I learned, like, <laughs> I'm going to say this, office etiquette like things to say not to say oh right yeah and it was interesting because i just love mimi the <laughs> the female who works for drew as his secretary and she mm-hmm. is just fantastic who played mimi again i don't I remember. remember her name off the top of my head but she was hilarious and she reminded me a lot of helga from hey arnold so i think i made that connection oh okay because uh, Drew Carey was like Arnold and she was like Helga, which was always interesting. And that is an interesting choice. It was like an adult version of Hey Arnold in an office. That's really how I looked at the Drew That's Carey. That's a weird comparison, but it I'll is, allow it. it. I'll allow it. it. <laughs> <laughs> you let that one slip on by. Yeah, it was. It, it, it's a weird comparison, but it's it, there are some parallels in terms of how they marketed certain shows for kids and how they market it for adults. And even as a kid, I watched it and I, I found a lot of things funny in that show. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, number two for me is the Drew Carey show. So Sean, we've come to that part. Oh yeah. It's number one time, baby. Number one, which I'm still trying to make. Number one. Man. One, one. Ooh, my number one. See, there's many possibilities that could be number one for me. And I feel like there's, this this list is kind of, it is kind of randomly. We kind of randomly choose it. It's not sure, official. Sure. But I think number one for me, I'm trying to think, Um, probably has to be, actually, don't know. This is too tough. My number one, Sean, is a show I don't think anybody would be expecting to come out of my mouth on this one. All right. Okay. I am going to go with the TV series called Becker. Because you, and you, did that that, you did that on purpose, did you? Oh, no. Oh, absolutely not. Because growing up. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. The show Becker was just absolutely hilarious. And you had Ted Danson, who played uh, Dr. Crane. Who was absolutely, and it's funny. Like, yeah, doctor, because of course you get Crane and Frazier. Yeah. Crane, yeah. and then we had Ted Danson. Cheers. Yeah, he was known, as, they call him Dr. Crane, but his real name was Dr. John Becker. And he ran right. a small office uh, in New York City. He would get Chinese food every night. And he went, every show opened up with him going into that tiny little convenience store. To get his cigarettes out of the cash register. And he'd come in with some complaint about what's going mm-hmm. on in the world at the time. And one of my favorite characters, one of my absolute favorite characters was Alex Desaire, who played uh, the yeah. blind guy who worked at the post at the uh at the newspaper stand inside of there. And oh, right, yeah. Becker, and I think what was great about it was Dr. John Becker always had this attitude that everything in life was so negative. And that everything just was up against him. But it was the guy. It was Alex Desaire's character of Jake 
that actually put things into perspective and, and it was the blind guy and he actually said even though i can't see buddy i can understand that not everything in this world is negative and i think that the care between dr john becker and jake that morning sequence is iconic to me and okay. i go back all the time and i watch it over and over again and it gets funnier and funnier the things that he has to do as a doctor and i'm gonna be honest with you there's some episodes where what where certain men get certain things stuck in certain places and it's absolutely hilarious because they tease about what's happened to them medically but they don't ever show it <laughs> and it's just it's just him walking into the room going like oh okay like what's what's going on here <laughs> and it, it's just one of those shows that i consistently go back to ted danson is one of my favorite actors uh, i mean he's he's phenomenal i mean he's still doing great for his career i mean if you guys watch if any of you guys watch or you robin watch the good place he's fantastic oh, in that it's great in good place great and that's what that's one of the shows i just recently started binge watching mm -hmm. and then i'm i'm all caught up and i freaking love that show Oh, it's it's great. He's timeless and being in CSI and then moving his way back into um, doing television shows like sitcom style shows. Yeah, he, he can do it all. He can do he it can. all. And uh, yeah, so my number one is Becker, man, because yeah. I just and I think because being a new, always being kind of a little bit of a New York kid deep down inside a show that kind of resides much like Seinfeld and whatever else. That resides in the city too it, it, it's just so great and uh it, it just added so much to my not necessarily later in my childhood but as even as an adult it's a 90s show that just kind of sticks with me okay yeah all right my number one okay i think i do have it but okay. first i'm gonna men mention some uh, memorable shows that did not make this top 10 which we haven't mentioned which are great shows i went into this name quick five ones we got Rocco's Modern Life. Yep. On there. We yep. got, for me, uh, Animaniacs. Animaniacs, yep. Next. Will and Grace. Oh, dude, Will and Grace. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what was it? Uh, Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. Yep. Topanga. Yes, and Topanga. And what was I going to say? It was another car. Uh, car uh, oh, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Absolutely. Love, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But from my. You, do you have any memorable ones before I seen number one or yeah, you just go straight ahead? No, Ed, Ed and Eddie was on my list of memorable ones. The ones that did make the list on this Johnny Bravo was another one. Um, mm. I'm, I'm going to even put uh, a show that I, and I guess you could consider it nineties and it moved its way into the two thousands at the time, but there was this little show that I used to like to watch all the time. And I don't know if you know the show, Sean, right? You might surprise me. <laughs> I mean, I might surprise you. Sorry. That's it not might. what I meant to say. It might. Um, it's a little show called Rugrats. Oh, I don't know that. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, that's Doug. But Doug's on my list, too. Doug. Sorry. Doug. I was just... Oh, well, 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 I I was singing a theme song because I recently, during the Christmas, I watched a Christmas Doug episode. <laughs> This is on who it was on who, so I just watched that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so Doug is definitely. Oh, uh, uh, hey, Doug. Um, there was also. <laughs> oh, nice skeeter voice. Thanks, Sean. Um, 
Also, another one that I have to add to that list. All right, Dexter's Laboratory. Oh, right, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's so many. We can make another top 10 list outside this. Like, do a top 50. But uh, yeah, the, those are the honorable mentions for me. Dexter's Lab, Doug, um, Cat Dog. I mean, there's there's so many other ones that could make that list. Um, but those are my honorable list members who did not mm -hmm. make it within the top 10. My number one might surprise you, Robin. Okay. okay. It, it is a sitcom. Okay. But it's a little show called Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> I love that choice for number one. I love that. Give us, just, tell, the, tell the block haters out there why you choose Everybody Loves Raymond because I love that choice. It's 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 kind of it's it's one of those shows. It's it's very different. I mean, you got s such great writing in it. Yes. But I mean, after watching like. Like if I didn't watch like outtakes and bloopers, yeah, Ray Romano does so good. Just these one-liners, every he, he improvs in these too, which is fen phenomenal. And every time he does them in these bloopers, they're funny every time. I I laugh at every time. And it's like I, he just does it. I think it whatever works the best, and whatever actor and actresses tries to not laugh, they <laughs> use that one. Because they have so many times to it. I mean, we got Ray Romano. We got, uh, uh, what's his name with the deep voice who plays? Sean, you'll just have to back your mic off a little bit because. Oh, sorry. I think I closed it. Yep. Yeah. Sorry. That's better. Okay. That's check, okay. check. You're getting really into it too, and I love it. No, uh, as I was saying, uh, we got Ray Romano. We got, I can't think of the, all the actors' name, but we got, yeah, uh, the father, Frank, phenomenal. Ah. And we got, uh, Deborah, the mom. Yep. Yep. Who is also the uh, who is also in the middle? If you guys have ever seen that on ABC. Yes, that's right. Uh, we got Frank's uh, not Frank's uh, Ray Mano's brother. Why am I blanking on his name? I'm blanking today again. I do this all the time, but <laughs> We're but who played he he was in the, he's the ER ER Eeyore and the new Christopher Robin movie. By the way, right. I mean the whole show is just it, it's it's just another show that's like every couple is not perfect. I mean. Same thing with uh, Doug and Carrie. I mean, but this goes at another level because every the whole family is just Brad very, Garrett. Just was, 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 thank you, Brad Garrett. Thank you, thank you for looking it up. I should have looked it up myself, but but like I said, every this the whole family is dysfunctional, but it kind of works because I don't know, there's just something spe special. And I do love like when shows do crossovers, kind of like yes, we get everybody loves women and Kings of Queens that are crossover episodes i remember those those, gr those were great too they were pretty iconic too when you think about that time period that sitcom to crossovers yeah like most like 90s sitcoms the 90s and 80s 70s i see what whatever happened to sitcoms anymore yeah i know we don't shows like frazier shows like everybody loves raymond seinfeld becker just all those they don't exist today they really don't and i feel like they tried to reboot Roseanne and that didn't go well. The, the, there was, and I liked Roseanne when it was first out. I really I, did like Roseanne. I'm not, a, I'm not a big Roseanne. Which I put, that's why I put Will and Grace on it. I love the reboot. Oh, Will and Grace, man. Oh my goodness. Even I know a lot of people are kind of controversial on that show. Of I course. Know. Of course. I mean, going to be those I mean, I mean, it's kind of cool because you get to see, I mean, going a little political here. I mean, we get, sure. I know it's fake, but we see Grace's character, uh -huh. uh, Deborah Messing. 
uh, loves doesn't or loves the uh, liberal side kind of. Yeah. And then yeah. we got we got uh, Karen, who's a big Trump supporter, which is kind of cool to see the different sides. Is that we, interesting? Yeah. I mean, we we try to see see that in the new reboot of Roseanne because I wanted to try out again, see how it was, and of course the reboot I didn't love right. as much as the old one, which I didn't like, but. Yeah, yeah, so really show no, that's such a great point because I'm thinking about Will and Grace. Yeah, you saw a very liberal and conservative side that, that worked with each other and, and got along yeah. with each other. And the other thing is too, and the one thing that I loved about Will and Grace, and I'm so glad, even as I'm gonna say it, I, I was watching Will and Grace when I was eleven, twelve, you know, even even at ten. <laughs> It, it was one of those shows that early on, I feel like it explored. Oh my God. I just thought of the, the sitcom that we totally forgot. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. How do we right, forget that's, about that's, that? That's an honorable mention. Big time. Sorry. A, I, had, I had to put that on there. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, no, but it, it explored homosexuality between yep. characters. And I feel like that was a major, major piece of that show. And to be honest with you, it was pretty revolutionary at the time yeah. for Will and Grace to do that as a show. And I feel like it was as a kid watching it too. I I, like- I didn't watch it as a kid. I I didn't recently watch it, but maybe right. more like five years ago. Gotcha, gotcha. So yeah. I started watching it because my mom was really into it as well, or when she was a in the nineties. I don't know. Yeah, it was just Will and Grace is just one of those shows that. It, it, they touched on so many great concepts of in life and even at 12 or 13 when i was still watching that show i mean there were just there were just so many great life concepts that it, it, that's the one thing about all these shows though sean they taught you great life concepts yeah there's there's one particular show that that's not 90s but is one of my favorite sitcoms that i loved yeah loved is mash oh mash yeah yeah put mash up there Put it up there. They set the standard. I'm sorry, there. but I I love the movie more than the show. And Do I you fucking, really? I really love the movie, though. Interesting. Okay. Fun fact, if you don't know, we have a family friend that was on MASH in the movie. Oh, wow. How cool is that? Yeah. I don't remember who it was. He he was, I think he was a supporting character. I don't remember who, who it is, but. Oh, wow. Huh. So, Sean, we broke down our top 10, including some honorable mentions. Plug time? Yeah, it's it's time to do plug time. time, Sean. Where can the good people find you across social media? You guys can follow me on Twitter at SeanMichel1. Follow my Instagram at ZoneZ. Follow me and friend me on Facebook. Uh, follow my music at Bandcamp. Band Band SoundCloud. SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here on Twitter at MrVoteTweets. Please make sure to follow me. Official vote. W.BurkCityBlockade. Everything happening in that galaxy far, far away. All the upcoming up very soon from work. T Public to rock the network. The store is on sale. $14 t-shirts. 30%. Make sure to pick up your Burk City Network merchandise before it's gone. Also, Patreon in our Galaxy of Joy program. Cross hospitals here in the United States. Sent at a time. So ends another episode here. So long. Farewell. Do, 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 do. Goodbye. Goodbye. And as we always say here at the home show and at the podcast network. This is Dr. Dr. Fraser Crane saying good night and mental health. And may the force be with you. Always.
by the way, I'm not Dr. Fraser Crane. I'm Dr. Sean Rochelle. 